everyone. Welcome back to the Girl of Gen Z podcast. I'm your host, Clarissa. And today I have a guest on by the name of Nicholas Dobre. Hi. I feel like nobody calls you by no, your full that name ever. That one is just really... I felt like I was on the stand for a second. <laughs> <laughs> when I called you this morning and it went to voicemail and you said Nicholas. So I was yeah. like, did you just say Nicholas? Like I honestly... I mean, like, I prefer that better than Nick. But everyone who calls me Nick now, it's because it's they know me forever now. So it's too late. Fair enough. So, what does your mom call you? Nikki. And your dad? Nikki. All my close family call me Nikki, and then there's some girls that call me Nikki, and then there's some guys that call me Nick, and then I, just, I like I like Nicholas better, or just Blue, or Saint Blue. Yeah, I was gonna get into that. So on your social media yeah. platforms, it's Saint Blue. Yeah, you could reintroduce me as Saint Blue. Saint Blue. Saint Blue. This no is Eve. Saint Blue. Hey guys. <laughs> it's actually it looks so artsy though. Does like, it? The name yeah. handle like. Thank you. Yeah, it took me a while though in high school because we met in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, to like when I had to search you, I'd always type in your name and not Saint. Wait, but didn't you, you happen? At, you grade... knew me as Nick Buzz though back then. Back when in did the you day. change your grade twelve? E, grade ten, I think. I grade eleven, I think probably. It was twenty four. I remember it was twenty fifteen that I was like, okay, I'm changing my Instagram handle yeah. from Nick Buzz to no to I don't know what my old one was. You had another one? Yeah, I think it was Gypsy King. <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh. it was gypsy king and then like in 2015 i'm like okay i'm gonna go buy saint blue it wasn't for like um a artist reason it was kind of just like i needed like i want to change it up i don't know i just yeah and then just worked out so and then but you knew me as i mean i remember on nick Facebook, buzz yeah yeah, yeah. Nick buzz. people didn't know my last what was name the, what was the buzz for um because in elementary school um we were like we had the whole social media talk and like they were like never use your real name on the internet and i'm like i hate my real name it sounds like i'm a f- it sounds like it sounds so like like lawyer e that's not a word but it just sounds so professional i'm like i'm not a professional kind of person so it's like nick buzz and like i remember i was like looking in my room i'm like i have a lot of buzz light your shit I mean, stuff so I just I had like stickers and stuff from Disney World. I'm like Nick Buzz, and I was like, okay, works. So yeah. sixth grade, I was like Nick Buzz. Made the whole profile. I have like 16 Nick Buzz profiles now because I forgot my password. So you could literally find me if you wanted to. So but, what was your first Hotmail? Um, oh yeah, that's a was, lot of people's funniest. It was um, emails. Fresh Prince at Hotmail something like that. yeah. I I remember all of them actually. It was Fresh Prince. It was I had I got a new pair of Puma shoes for like. Um, grade six, so I was like Puma boy for a second, and then I was Nick in action, and then I was just like, you know what, settle down and just like do a first and last name as your email, and that's what I have now. Oh, so now you're back to the professional. <laughs> yeah, that's like the only time you'll ever see like my full name and like is my email handle. But so I want to get more into the social media topic, but before yeah. we go ahead and do so, because my listeners and viewers <laughs> probably don't know too much about you, do you want to give a little? rundown what are you doing in the creative space i am i'm an artist i make music i started making music back in 2017 i wrote a bit throughout high school i was in a couple like i was in that what was the program forget i think your 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 old dance dance, teacher actually was like i think she had she was involved in it too i forget what it was called unity yeah. Do oh, you remember that? Yeah, but didn't that happen towards the end of high school? Or is that that was grade thing? El- I want to say grade eleven because I was skinnier. I remember, um, <laughs> but it was yeah, yeah grade eleven, and we had like it was dance, poetry, um, singers, whatever. Basically, a bunch of creatives just in one hub. And, and I, Unity was the club. Yeah, yeah, that was was it. And then I kind of opened up and started writing because I was like, I think I want to like 
write and like do some rapping and then I'm like okay I'm not a rapper it just didn't work out because I I wasn't really staying true to myself when I did the whole rapping scene I'm like this doesn't seem organic and it feels very forced and at the time I was like really into Nicki Minaj and I was kind of like it just didn't feel like Saint Blue <laughs> it just didn't feel like him like me so I was like okay maybe I'll do like some like spoken word then some soft spoken word and I got into that and fell in love with it and I'm like okay maybe some like spoken word with like some instrumentals behind it because like I kind of wanted to dip my toe into singing but like I was like not comfortable just yet because I thought like my singing voice was annoying and like every time I sang it hurt and like it shouldn't what hurt. Do you mean by hurt like I guess like I was so busy trying to I mean at the time in high school, my favorite vocalists were, like, these powerhouses. And I was trying to, like, <laughs> like so you could imagine, like, what that would, like, feel like. So I was, like, that, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't, yeah, I didn't, like, I didn't really know, like, like how what. How to control it and, like, mm, exercises exactly, to do. Exactly, exactly. And I was just, like, I want to sound like Christina Engler. <laughs> but that wasn't the case. And it took me a while to kind of, like, find, you know, my own voice and, like, my own little hub and, you know, be more comfortable with that. And then, um music kind of just slowly started happening my brother was like you know what like you're not that bad like just like you know go and get into the studio or even by yourself like a snowball mic and like go on youtube find these type beats and just like do some like erica badu type stuff over it and then eventually you know warm up and just start singing and if you're comfortable enough like go to the studio and then i was like okay so then i started going to the studio in like 2017 no that's a lie 2018 because it was first year of university and I uh, started putting stuff on SoundCloud and people were like, yo, this is kind of good. And I'm like, okay. So then I started just doing it. And then I was just like, okay, I like this. So now I just make music and um, some photography work too. I like some editorial fashion. But other than that, like music has been kind of... Main focus. Yeah. I mean, like I do miss acting a bit. I mean, I took four years of like drama in high school. I was going to say, you didn't mm -hmm. even touch on that. You were no, in Unity, but you were also in the drama program. Yeah. It's funny because like acting was like my first love and then music was something that I thought was like so out of reach because it's like well how do you even like get in like the music scene like it seems so like you got to be on America's like um, American Idol or whatever to like be scouted but then my brother was like you know you don't got to do all that like you can now the music has changed especially with like social media it's like you can post it on SoundCloud for free and like you can just have people like creep you and follow you and if they like you they just like stream you and that's how it's really easy to release music acting on the other hand was a little harder because like I had been with agencies before, but I've been, like, ripped off, and, like, I had to pay for, like, these auditions, and it's, like, that doesn't, it's not how it works. I found that out later, is that you don't have to pay. You kind of, like, I guess, share the profit of whatever you make or whatever. So I don't want to get too much into the details because I don't know, but singing was just more easier to kind of just be creative and was my outlet, whereas acting was, like, just, like, I really wanted to, like, get auditions and all this stuff, but it just seemed impossible to find, like, an agency or just like an open call and um i really want to get back into it i mean i did audition for euphoria season two but i didn't get a call back because like it was us only so and i lied to them too but i guess they read through my lies because <laughs> they, they're like phone number and i'm like 416 <laughs> 416 yeah it's from buffalo don't worry um, so there was that but um well, it's yeah. good practice, like, mm -hmm. to send in audition tapes. Like, oh, how yeah. many have you said so you've ever done? Fun. I was, like, my, that was, like, my, my, my first legit, like, submission of an audition tape. And I had my friend read the lines with me. And, like, oh, to have a script in my hands was just, like, wow. Like, this is so exciting. Like, through music, I kind of get to be vulnerable, vulnerable. But I also get to, like, write on behalf of my friends and put myself in other people's position and kind of act in a way and storytell. And with acting, 
it's you're literally just doing that as opposed to just singing it so like i just kind of like you know stepping out of my comfort zone and trying to you know feel what someone else is feeling you right know? how do you know you didn't get a call back like did they say oh we pitched through everyone they start um filming in march and i'm like it's february now and like i know azalea bank some rapper lol she's very problematic she said that she got a call back already and i'm like oh so i'm guessing like they already i don't know I, I i don't I, I imagine that they didn't look over all of the submissions because like it's sure euphoria like yeah. it's probably like a million of kids who just want to like be on the show and who are talented too and just like they probably just saw the first three and were like okay this is solid but i'm i honestly think they didn't get a chance to look at it because like that's a lot of videos to watch you never you know, know but i feel like they they do hire especially for a show that big people to sift through every single one because they want to make sure they find the exact person that Mm -hmm. suits the role yeah i bet i mean i really wanted it but i i don't know when i first like when i submitted it i was like kind of putting out this negative energy i'm like i'm not gonna get it because like me and the universe are boys and i know that he always screws me over but i'm like no like my friend's like no don't think that way because like what if you do like put up positive energy i'm like okay fine fine positive if i get it awesome if i don't get it like yay at least i tried at least i like you know took the time out of my day to like pick up the script and go out of my way even though it was u.s only like i still the passion was still there and it's still alive regardless of what the circumstances were i liked it i'm gonna put it on youtube i think i'm gonna like yeah i saw the little like clips on on your instagram Instagram story and i think yeah for sure because you never know a lot of people dm me they were like this is really good like i haven't seen the show but i feel like you would like look so good in it and i'm like oh thank you and like i don't know but a lot of people were surprised that like i had that acting within me i mean like well you did do drama for four years you would hope yeah, you have something you're not just right? doing it for just it, for some giggles you know what yeah. i mean it's like, pretty organic too though I mean, i've always been that you know me i'm always like i've been very dramatic and stuff like that <laughs> um so. the high school we went to you could only go to that one for like an arts right because you lived kind of far um yeah i got in because i i auditioned for yeah that's what that's how i wanted to go to um uh, what's it called the other arts high school in our area. Cothra? Cothra. I wanted to go to Cothra. Or Tobacco School of Arts. Oh, Cothra. Oh. There's, there's another one? Tobacco ESA was the school. I thought Cothra was the school. Mm-hmm. I was lied to. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Cothra was, and I wanted to audition. My mom was like, that's way too far. Like, we can go to, I- like, you can try Iona. It's, like, closer. And I'm like, oh, you know who that is. <laughs> so I did it anyways. I auditioned for the vocal and then the um, drama program. And I got both, but I'm like... Where do I like? Where do I really see myself being more comfortable? And I was like drama, cause like it's just, it's like second nature. I mean, first nature. So it's like I just know what I'm doing and stuff. Whereas, did you ever feel like torn? Like you want to do both? I did. I wanted it to be like victorious, but it wasn't. But I was like, no, I'm really gonna have more fun being dramatic and acting. Whereas like singing, it was very, it seemed very choirish and like also like, yeah. again at that age, being 16 or however 15 or whatever, I was like, I don't know. Like I feel like singing. Like I'm, I'm just. I'm not there yet. Whereas, like, when I really got comfortable with singing was when I was 18. After I did so many, like, SoundCloud tracks, I was like, okay, I think I'm going to do this now. But then I was like, no, like, it hurts. <laughs> I don't want to sing. It hurts. <laughs> but I sound so good. <laughs> yeah. So. But you had some friends in the vocal program. Yeah, I had no? a couple friends. And what did what was their response? They didn't was? like it. As I, I was like, thank God I went with, you know, the drama program. Because, like, they were like... Honestly, it's not as fun as it was at the beginning. And I'm like, I feel that. Because it was very, like, choiry And it was, like, a lot of rules and, like, a lot of just BS. And I'm like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Like, I 
I I need I had so much energy back in high school. You know what I mean? Like I was like bouncing off the walls and stuff. So I needed drama to kind of like be my outlet. Yeah. For all that kind of madness, and it worked. It worked up until I remember I was like in grade twelve, and I'm like, so do I want to do like theater in like uni or like am I completely done? And I'm like, I think I'm done. I think I'm not a theater kid anymore. I mean, I love acting, but I think I'm. I need something bigger than the theater. And I think I need to find another creative outlet because I just taking, doing theater in post-secondary wasn't like, that was like what I was going to like study to like do and like be. And I'm like, that's not where my heart is. I think I need to find another outlet. And then OCAD came along and I'm like, who's OCAD? And then I, they had like an advertising program. I'm like, you know what? Like I always have these dumb ideas. Let me just see what it's like and I applied and I, I remember we were sitting yeah. side by side in yeah, class. Yeah, I remember. Like, so my friend got into OCAD and like she's kind of convincing me maybe I should apply. Should yeah. I apply? I don't really know. Yeah. Wait. We did... were sitting in religion class. Yeah. I remember we were at lunch though when I got it or like I think I might but have told everyone when you at lunch. First, when you first introduced was the idea. period? No, it was fourth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we had English. No, no I, that was I remember when we had first period. It was uh, with um, it was so, so sociology. Do you remember that? Class? Oh, oh, challenge and change. Challenge and change. Canada. I don't know which one. But no, you you were telling me yeah. that news because I remember we were sitting at the second desk from mm. her desk, and you were like telling me like wasn't oh, no. Anya next to me? Yeah, all three of us. <gasps> My were memory. Yeah, wow. But yeah, when you actually got the news, I think it was in the cafeteria. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I remember that was like the month where everyone was like getting shit. I mean, getting stuff, and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> was getting stuff and I'm like where's mine and I was just like when I got it I'm like this is like this seems like a cool school and like I don't know like I submitted all like my Instagram photography because at the time I was like just taking like lifestyle photos of just like things and I'm like I guess this is like what I'm into I don't know and I had some dumb videos that I made for like some English class and like I'm kind of, <laughs> do you remember that that's on YouTube some, yeah some dumb videos yeah do you remember like Veronica falling down the stairs that's one yeah, of my videos but what, what was that that was for that was for English yeah, yeah. Are you I, sure? I thought it was for no, religion. I think it was just for. <laughs> no, it was, I think it was for English. I'm pretty sure it was for yeah, because it was like yeah, 100p it was for. And then I kind of submitted those videos and like photography, and I'm like, you know what? Okay, see what you can do with these, and let me know. And then they were like, yeah, sure. And then I got in, and I was. I mean, I'm kind of over school now. Thank God I'm in my fourth year, but. At the time, I was like, yeah, this is perfect for me. And like, advertising is a, another way I can get my. What's the exact program? So they know. Uh, What's it called? It's called advertising. Just advertising. Yes. It's not it's, like focused in on anything? No, it's underneath the design. So like the umbrella is design. Yeah, and then, and then advertising, underneath. graphic designing, photography. I would have done photography, but I'm like, mm, I think advertising would be interesting because like I love watching commercials. And you know a lot about photography already as is, I feel like mm -hmm. you wanted to get your knowledge in something else. Yeah. I, yeah. I was like, I mean, I, I mean like, again falling in love with like acting and i thought advertising commercials i'm like this is like the behind the scenes like i loved writing and i'm like i can write a good like commercial script that was going in my head when i was like applying for it i'm like you know what? i can i think i can do this and like it was sort of like that i mean like yeah we kind of we're doing a lot of print stuff for the last four years of advertising a lot of like print not too much commercial which is which is something i wish i touched on because like i love watching a good commercial especially during the super bowl but a lot of like print, a lot of like guerrilla ads, out of home stuff, um, and I'm like, kind of like, kind of sick of it now, and I feel like I finally found comfort in my music as like my official outlet, 
and it was a good four years, I would recommend it to anyone who has, you know, a bunch of ideas that they think that could, you Wanna know. Want to flourish. Mm-hmm, exactly. So I feel like I loved the program, but I feel like coming to my fourth year, I'm like, I'm so done with school. And I just like, I'm 22 and I'm like, I just want to like music all the way. Music and then hopefully some acting and just, I was like made for the entertainment business I oh just, yeah a hundred percent what were so ugly to say no <laughs> you know <laughs> um what were the other schools that you applied to yeah Ew, i remember i really tried one and i applied to ryerson for like sociology and i'm like mm, i liked i liked family and change like this was <laughs> easy so sociology for ryerson and then like a bunch of like honestly a bunch of like sociology anthropology some law at uft and then I remember I got like I'm I got a lot of you know callbacks. <laughs> I got a lot of like um, accepting letters back, but I was just like I can't really waste my mom's money and my time doing something that <laughs> I know for a fact that like I, I always had a good like sense of judgment too. I'm like listen, like I'm gonna be spending four years doing this. It's like what do you want to do? I'm like something creative for sure. And I'm like OCAD is so creative in just like general. So I'm like that I can't like be sitting down studying like terminology. Like I just that would kill me like that's not who i am and thank god that i went to okay because i met people who've helped me like and put me in the direction that i'm supposed to be especially with music i met so many producers and i just kind of networked while i was there i still am and i feel like i wouldn't have done that being going in... to ryerson or yeah laurier exactly or... i just like i was such a city boy at the time too still am and i'm like i want to be in toronto studying i want to be there i don't want to be like off in some farmland I mean, I already am, so it's just like, why would I want to study there, too? Literally, like, explode. I cannot. I'm such a city rat. Like, I was like, I need to be in Toronto, period. Yeah, I remember telling my parents, um, I think it was grade 12, and you know, the parents were like, oh, where's this person going to school? Where's yeah. this person? Like, well, Nick's going to OCAD, and I think he's the actual perfect fit. Yeah. Like, if he were to put OCAD like, flyer, OCAD? Nick would be on the front. Literally. Because, like, it's such a good, I would, I've never actually been inside the school, but I've yeah. been, like, around the area, and, like, it's such a good representation, I feel like, of yeah. your kind of work and, like, the field For I sure. see you in short-term and long-term. Mm. So... Yeah, that seems like it was a, a really good fit. Yeah, it and worked out for me. Did you get a lot out of it, this being your fourth year? Um, I've come to the realization that I don't really see myself working in the ad industry and that that's fine. But I, what I'm taking away is, like, obviously the friendships and... The networking. The networking and then, obviously, like, the Adobe features that I have at my fingertips now. I know what I'm doing, which that's is That's huge, nice. yeah. It is huge, especially for being creative and stuff. Um... And yeah, I've kind of learned how to like kind of ha- handle a tough situation, especially with like profs. I just got an apology letter last night from one of my profs because she like full on verbally like assaulted me. I, did I, t- I told you about that, right? I can't remember. I, I don't know how long ago it was. This was like like a m- month ago before. Yeah, I told. Yeah, it's it's fine. But like, um, long story short, um. I kind of pulled my prof aside after she had literally just, like, embarrassed me in front of the class and, like, swore at me and just, like, put me down. I'm like, listen, like, regardless of me coming in super late, like, I feel like that you could have handled that so differently. And I just feel like I'm uncomfortable and I shouldn't be. And it's just, like, I get it. But you cussing that much and embarrassing me and saying that you don't see me going anywhere but my peers could trigger someone especially i mean like thank god i have a good head on my shoulders but you did tell me the story now that you remember i feel like people who don't like you could they could be really triggered and that could be really intense and i think you need to like not you need to reevaluate yourself and like 
find a way to talk to people in a better manner. And she's just like, but she's a professional like, yeah. in the in that space. Mm-hmm. Like you're the teacher. I don't say kids, it, but like you are exactly, their mentor. Like, exactly. And I told her like I can't even. Like, I don't feel comfortable like talking to you or like approaching you. And she's like, good. And I'm like this is not healthy. This is not okay. And I'm like, I have to talk to the Dean and the Dean uh, from networking already from going to these events, me and the Dean had spoken before she seen me perform. So she follows me on Instagram. I'm like, let me just, and thank God she was like the Dean of my program too. I was like, okay, perfect. Like, so I can actually have like a say or something. So I was like, I emailed her. I'm like, listen, like this went down. And she's like, honestly, like no matter what happened, as long as you like, you know, pulled her aside and you said what you had to say. And she still, um, you know, talk to you that way, you deserve, like, an apology regardless because it's just, like, there are so many better ways that she could have handled it, but she made you uncomfortable within the workspace, and that's, like, not okay. And I'm, like, I figured. I mean, like, I get it. Some props are scary, but, like, you literally just, like, ripped me a new, you know. (laughs) So I was just, like, I was, was like, yeah, I figured something was, like, fishy because I'm, like, I wouldn't, a boss from retail would never speak to me that way, you know? I would never speak to my peers or a teacher like that. So it's just like, I was like, something's not right. So yeah, I got an apology letter and like, she wants to like meet up and I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that, but that's well, what the effort OCAD was there. brought me. <laughs> the I've never had a problem with a teacher before. So I was like, wow, like OCAD's really just coming down. <laughs> what are, are some of your friends in programs for there? Like, was um, everyone you met just specifically in yours? Yes, advertising. And I know a couple people in, like, graphic designing. I know a lot of kids that dropped out because they are already so good at their craft and there's no point. Like, I had friends who were doing, like, um, post like tour posters for, like, rappers and stuff. And this is, like, if you're already, like, so great at, like, the graphic designing, you don't really need to be there exactly you can just freelance i had a i had a friend who like painted a mural for his like camp and like painted a mural for like a cafe it's like if when you when you're confident enough to like step out then just do it like with me i was like i am not that confident right now i'm gonna finish my four years and then see where a lot of people need that time to grow so it's different for the longest time i saw myself in school and i'm like i don't i'm now i'm done like i really need out but um a lot of people, who just, they just leave and it makes sense. It's just like, yeah, you, you're so talented already. It's just like, just all you need is a portfolio when you graduate. When you graduate from OK, it's not about the grades. It's about like the collection of work that you have outside and inside of school. Like you're going to be submitting your profile, not your like report card. Like always. Like no, they don't, they don't <laughs> no see what you that. can do, you know? Yeah. So it's like if you drop out, then not, no one's going to care whether you went to OK or not. So it's like if you got the skills for what you know you need then so be it even like for other programs too like i feel like i mean from what i've a lot of my friends who've graduated from like uft and whatever they can't even get internships now and it's just like that's so bs and it's like yeah like the kids nowadays who are in school they are getting internships because they want students to intern but like i guess like graduates have it harder and i'm like that's so messy and it's just like do they even like do like do they even care about like your degree though? Like, do they even take that in consideration? Like, what is it like for people who actually like study things as opposed to someone who has to have like a portfolio? I don't know what that's like. I mean, it's we're creative, so we wouldn't even know. Yeah, well, my situation was slightly different because my um college program did come with an in- internship attachment. Oh, okay, that's perfect. The thing is though, um, my school with internships. It was basically like uh, you do everything yourself. Yeah. There's no one to really help you. Like the professor that was my tv prof in first year he was also the person who kind of overlooked all the internships and would 
help people. Mm -hmm. But by help, it was like, oh, I can see if I have a connection there, but 95% sure I probably don't. So it was like, yeah. okay, so really I'm just making cold calls by myself. Whereas one of my classmates, um, Jefferson, he said that when he was at Humber College and he was um, there for journalism, they had a whole department for internships and co-ops. Mm -hmm. And they would be like, you want TSN? Yeah. Okay, you're on TSN. Like, Perfect. maybe not as, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Not yeah. right, right to the T, but, like, way more resourceful. Yeah. So his perception was so twisted because he was like, oh, it's just going to be like Humber. And he got to Fanshawe and he's like, whoa, you do everything yourself. So the opportunity you have was you go on the internship <laughs> or you stay and do a capstone project, which a capstone project is just a project that was worth a huge portion of your grade, like 40 or 50%. Yeah. So most people just ended up doing that because finding an internship was damn hard. And when you aren't located in the GTA or don't have a car or don't have access to public transit, it makes it all the more difficult. Like, so he was from Markham mm -hmm. um, and I, other people were from like Durham. Like they're from far, far places. If they don't have family that lives in Toronto, where are they going to stay for just six weeks? It's yeah. not like you can just pay rent for six weeks. Like, yeah. good luck trying to find and that Toronto. Like Airbnb, that's like pricey. Exactly. So, like, there was only a few of us, and I would say it's probably the people who are in the GTA area that were able to have a higher opportunity to go on an internship because I lived in Mississauga. Like, mm -hmm. you know how easy it is to get on the GO train and go downtown? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. just my opportunity was so much higher. Um, but... With that being said, it was a very like you're fending for yourselves. Mm -hmm. Like I was, I think That's I emailed industry, though. twenty like, to fifty, yeah, yeah places, mm -hmm. and that is the industry. Mm -hmm. You're right, you're right. Um, but it wasn't an easy go. It was mm -hmm. like a lot of emails, a lot of reminders. <clears throat> I put on my phone like follow up this company, follow up with this company, yeah. make a call, um, see if this company is made any decisions yet, etc. Mm -hmm. And then I finally got down to like my my two deciding ones um and then i ended up going with the smaller company as opposed to the bigger one because i knew i was going to get so much more hands-on experience yeah. as opposed to the big one it just you just want their ctv bell media on your resume yeah but you're the fourth intern of the day yeah. so you're competing with the other three interns there <laughs> mm -hmm. which the other place it's just me so i'm literally doing everything yeah i like that i i know a couple of friends that were actually doing a lot of bell media stuff and i think that's really dope but um for like our kind of like studies and whatever, I feel like you, it's so crucial to be so close to the city. Or it's like, I mean, like that's what it is. Though it's like social. It's just like it's just, it's happens within a big community within within a big city that's so popular. So it's like that's not gonna happen in like Markham necessarily. I don't know. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's no, you're makes, right. Makes sense, especially around the world too. You know, when you're, I think. <clears throat> uh an already quite large person on a social media platform it's a little bit different because you can literally reach out to anyone that has a similar following to you mm -hmm. and i'm sure they'd respond <laughs> but when you're someone with like a thousand two thousand followers whatever a few hundred it's obviously way more difficult to like reach out and be like hey want to collab and they're like mm, i have a million followers like yeah. what do you mean <laughs> um but that's kind of a different space but the like the being in person, going to networking events and and meeting people through other people mutual friends in school and like you said you like met producers and whatever yeah. um yeah you've got to be in a place like toronto yeah. or like vancouver or like just a big mm -hmm. central city spot that's where, all, that's where all the creators want to go anyways they want to be within the city because there's so much to talk about and that, for some reason that's just where the creativity lies i don't know, that's just the hub yeah yeah it's been <laughs> so <It's> been. <laughs> going forward you're just gonna work on music have you talked to your parents about this by the way i recently came out to my parents about um wanting to take a year off and that's like a lot for like 
immigrant parents to hear it. That's oh, just not like, even immigrant parents. Yeah, I had to do the a same. A lot of like, I was just like, listen, like I really want to take a year off, and they like spit their coffee. They're just like, what? <laughs> I'm like, listen, Nicholas! literally, I'm just like, listen, like it's just like, um, the kind of work that I want to do requires me to like. I, the last I told them, the last I want to do is waste someone's time internship, interning, in, interning something that I'm not even like into at the moment. I feel like I don't even have like the confidence to, so I'd rather just work on my creative content and work on my portfolio and then give give myself a year to like I guess get noticed and blow up a bit and then um get into the agency, you know, because I have my degree in there and whatever. But like I feel like I want to take a year off to kind of get my head on straight and just like really push this like creative like music process going and yeah. i feel like that's what i see myself doing and they're like you know what like fine like sure like we thought you were doing like business like advertising but it seems to be more creative and like that makes sense and i'm like perfect so, so now you're all on the same page we're on the same page now but like they definitely want me to like work though and i'm like yeah well i'll be working like i guess part-time but like i'm still gonna be at home like just in my den working on music i think that's like the goal and I want to pick up some instruments too. Yeah. So I just need to take a year off for myself. And a lot of my friends are doing years off, like a year off too. Like my friend Elsie, like I think she wants to go to Hawaii and then just rest there. <laughs> like a lot of my friends yeah. just like, I mean, some of them are doing intern, interning jobs right now, but a lot of them just want to take a year off and kind of just figure out. Because advertising is such a competitive field. And it's like if you're not really like 100p into it, then like you'll fall back, you know? So. I'm just trying to find my ground, and so is everyone else leaving OCAD. Well, I think not even specifically OCAD. I think being in the creative <clears> space, <throat> I can't really speak so much about people who graduate with a business degree or mm -hmm. kinesiology. Yeah. Like, they're in a different field. They're in a different game. Yeah. Like, I don't know exactly what they would want to do next, but I think as a creative, and I'm sure you can agree, that that one year, and talk to me in a year and tell me what you think, yeah. too, because I think you learn so much about what it's like working on your own <clears throat> the hustle yeah. and there's no one to tell you what to do. And that can be good and bad. You know, like everyone works differently. People work good under pressure. People work bad under pressure. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like you're responsible for getting your own work done. Like you're creating your own deadlines. Like you have to be the one doing cold calls, it's reaching like out, etc. Being an entrepreneur. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think learning to balance that with your personal life and some travel and just like enjoying your twenties and mm. like living a bit, before going and settling down to that nine to five, or maybe you won't ever have to. Like mm -hmm. it really depends how you, what you do with that one year. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's funny because you said like traveling and this and that and people, and I'm just end up like recording all that and just putting it on YouTube and like their social life is like what's on YouTube, and they they just make income off of just I guess being themselves and just like yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean like I don't know if I want to be that open and vulnerable. That's like my thing right now because it's like. I want to, getting into, like, social media and stuff, like, I want to, like, I want to, like, open up a bit, but I feel like I do that already through my music, that it's, like, I feel like it's just a lot to, like, put that on YouTube and just, like, I don't know, I feel like I'm not, I don't need, I don't know if I have, like, the time to even do that, I feel like I'm already, how, how open am I going to be, you know, I feel like, I feel already so, like, ridiculous when I post TikToks and I put them on my story, because it's, like, okay, like, this is, like, another side of me, but, like, then there's my music, which is very emotional. And then it's just like my YouTube is like, oh, God, like now I'm an open book. Like there's no mystery to myself. So I feel like I'm I'm always like in and out with this whole YouTube because I'm like, I don't know how how I want to do this, you know? Yeah. Well, are you going to play around with it? Like, with I definitely want to take a year to like play around with it, but I need to find a way to do it in a way where I'm not like overly exposing myself 
but also staying true to myself. Right. And still putting time and effort into like mm-hmm. music because that's what you yeah. really have emphasized. I won't say this episode. Music, 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 music. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I just mean you don't want to <laughs> take away too much time from that to be trying to craft another craft. Mm, for sure. Yeah. But yeah. I think it's just so interesting that like other YouTubers, like they had like their whole life on YouTube and then they. Like, they have, like, their online presence on, like, Twitter and Instagram. I feel like sometimes it just seems so invasive. And I'm like, am I even ready for all that? Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like that would take such a... A toll. A toll. Yeah, a mental toll on me. I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I like entertaining people and I like doing this now. But I feel like there comes a point where I don't want to... My biggest fear is, like, being somewhere and then having to, like, entertain someone on the spot. It's like, no, I don't want to be, like, a dancing monkey. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Which is why I don't want to, like do all that ridiculous stuff on YouTube. So I need to find a way to like a, a balance out of just like me being funny, but also me being honest and like, I don't know. I gotta, I gotta find my ground on YouTube. I just want to be like a walking, like entertainment for somebody. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I just, I get that, get, that gets exhausting. Right. There's enough people that do that already. Right. And I've seen like the, how people respond to those people. And it's just like, Oh my God, they're just like regular people. Like, right. Like, you know, um, I just recorded a podcast super recent with uh desiree pfeiffer who's like a influencer on instagram youtube and all that and we actually just had a very similar conversation and she said that you know for like she was giving tips on people growing their channels or growing their following and she was like come out with a bang and like be your honest to goodness self Mm -hmm. um and she you know touched on the topic that she strongly believes that someone like logan paul jake paul they're not actually like that in real life. Like she thinks that it's, they've built this persona and people come to see that persona, but in real life, like they probably turn that off and they're just regular dudes just chilling and hanging out and just doing what they want with the money that they made from this. Right. And I feel like people can relate so much more, the more genuine, honest, open you are with so much of your life. But I do totally get the vulnerability Mm -hmm. factor and a little bit invasive. Um, because you just don't want parts that are yours that yeah. you're not exposing to the world. But imagine like say like Logan Paul and whatever that's just a YouTube act but then like being in public it's just like people have this idea idea of you and it's just like Ugh, I would hate that, you know? Or like have this like expectation of you to like act some sort of certain way, you know? That's really... true. It's very interesting to see if you were to approach him on the street. Yeah. Are they going to keep up what they yeah, are like on I've the internet on... or are they going to just be like chill dudes? Which is why I want to like be myself on the internet and then also be myself in person because I feel like that'd just be so weird. I don't know. Yeah. It's just like, I feel like a, I feel like a phony. That's why my, like, that's why I like acting so much because it's just like if I want to be phony and I want to like put myself in other and embody shoes, someone else. Exactly. That's why, because I, I, I mean, I, I tend to do that a lot i wanted like you know be ridiculous sometimes but i feel like that's where the acting outlet comes in because it's like okay i get to really channel someone professionally and just do that sometimes i do it through my music through storytelling or through writing but like to go as far as you know it on video and just like being ridiculous i feel like that's just like it just pushes it sometimes because i mean like i'm i'm a funny person on tiktok but i can't i mean i haven't posted a tiktok in like literally weeks because it's exhausting you know it's just like okay like i'm like i'm done being goofy for now like, you know, and then Need I just break. got, exactly. So I just got back into it like literally two days ago, but I, there was like two weeks that I haven't even opened the app. Cause I was just like, I'm tired. 
Like, I think I think I got the giggles out, you know? It's like, it's a little portion of myself, but also, like, not to say I'm, like, always serious, but it's just, like, I don't know. You got to have a balance of it, at least for me, so. Do you write at all? Yeah. Like, thoughts? I mean, like... Do you have, like, a journal? I... My friends are like, oh, my God, like, I have a lot of friends who have diaries. I'm like, that's, like, I can't see myself, like, sitting down and, like, opening my book and writing a diary. But I noticed, like... When you just said that, like, I, I guess I kind of do have a diary in my notes of, like, lines that I say, but it's not, like, an entry. Lines that are usually, like, supposed to be, like, lyrical or it'd be, like, a chorus and I kind of just leave it alone. So I'm always constantly writing, but not writing where it's just, like, a diary thing. It's just, like, I'm writing just thoughts and whatever. And you're, like, notes app. Mm-hmm, yeah, but it's not, like, a sitting down kind of thing with the pen. I feel like that's just, like, so exhausting. I don't, like, have time for all that. I don't know. I just, like, I've never been, like, I mean, when I was younger, I used to do that a lot where I would, like, sit down and then write, but nowadays I'm just, like, I'm so exhausted. I kind of want to just, like, lie down and just stare at the ceiling. I don't know why. I'm just, like, I, this. You this, should try yoga. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally. Shavasana. Nats, the mm-hmm. last pose where you lie on the floor. Hopefully the floor. that's not me during my first, like, my um my year off, but I feel like right now with school, it's just, like, I'm so exhausted. It, I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm, like, I'm at school or it's I'm at, I'm at work or that's it. You know what I'm saying? And then when I'm home, it's like I'm home to sleep and relax. And it's just like, I'm going to lay there. I'm going to lay there. And it's just like, chill. Yeah. yeah. And then sometimes I'll have like a creative spark. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to write. But I've written so much the last couple months that I need to get them recorded. Because it's like I have nothing else to say. And then I'm trying to work on getting this project out to people. But right now, like, I that's why I'm so bored. Because it's like I've already written all my thoughts out. And I, I want to record them now. And like put them into like, you know, the studio. So I'm just, like, waiting for that income to come in and just, like, you know. When were you in the studio last? I was in the studio, I want to say, a week ago or so. No, maybe two weeks. I don't know. But, yeah, it was it was, re- it was very recent. I kind of just finished up mixing a track, and now I love it. So I have two tracks under my belt. I want to get two more going, and then I think I'm going to just push that project out. Uh, I'm already like sick of the songs now too because I've heard them so many times but I want to get them out but also I want to have like videos for them and stuff which is like something that I love doing it's like another part of me where I get to act in my videos a lot of my videos I I write my own script like the only time I get to cast myself so yeah so (laughs) it's fun you're the creative director producer Mm, yeah vocalist everything yeah that's a lot that's wearing a lot of it's a lot but but you kind of got to start like when you're smaller trying to grow bigger like mm-hmm. that's kind of how you have to start you mm-hmm. know like, and i don't mind it too i like it it's just like it's just hard getting it's hard finding someone who's wanting to be a videographer and like i guess like i don't have that much money to as an artist like i don't make that much money off my music currently just yet so it's like trying to find someone who wants to like do a video shoot but like on a budget on a budget and also like photographers but on a budget i'm all i'm all down to like obviously pay for your time and for your work but also, it's like, I can't pay you that much because it's like, I'm not even making that much. If I was, I know for sure, I'd throw these bands at you, but <laughs> I'm We're not, not there yet. Like, I'm not there yet where I can just, yeah. like, you know, put so much. I mean, I spend so much money already on the studio. I think on my last project, I maybe like a, a couple thousand on Oof. that one big project just to record them and buying the beats. And I was like, wow. But it turned out great, though. Good. Like like I said, before. I would hope so. Imagine mm-hmm. spending that. Literally, but we. I'm had... sure people do actually, and then they're like, oh, yeah. "Honestly, I'm not even in love with this anymore." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, um, I'd rather go to like a good professional studio and pay that good money because it's like 
I want my discography to sound cohesive and like professional. And I've had people tell me like, oh, like this sounds really professional. I'm like, thank you. That's the whole point. So like, I would hate to like just downgrade and just record on my snowball and then mix it through GarageBand. That's not like what I do at this point. And I feel like it's something I'm going to look back and be like, thank God I did that. You know, thank God that I was just like, I was so desperate to like have it sound like professional. And so like, you know, high quality. That's just like the kind of artist that I am. I'm a perfectionist and I won't drop something unless I'm like 100p about because it's like, once it's out, it's out, and it's just like, I don't know. I want to be proud of it. So yeah. when you're in the studio, do you have someone mixing the mm-hmm. beats and stuff? Yeah. Oh, so do you have to pay them separately than studio no, time? No, no, that, that is work? like that's like the whole thing. I think it's like fifty dollars an hour just to record, and then mixing is like, I don't know how much mixing is because usually I kind of just get everything recorded in like because I don't I don't usually bring like the stems to the studio. I kind of just bring like the MP3 and then like we'll record over the MP3 and then like we'll just like what are stems stems are like the breakdown of like the track so like say the track has like drums drums or whatever you can like literally just like play around with every single thing that created the whole song song. exactly you can like raise the volume and whatever you got to do but me i kind of just buy the beat as is and then which is it's it's a little cheaper for me when i just do that too also because i don't work with like um, I've only worked with like two producers, so I they, I only had like two stems come my way. So usually I kind of just buy my beats and I kind of just work with what I have. But cool. I want to work with more producers because I feel like it's just fun having kind of like sharing the workload and kind of sharing like just creative ideas. Sometimes it does get exhausting. It's like I'll write a song and I won't touch it for like another six months and I'll be like, because I'll get creative. Like I'll get like writer's block, but it's like fun like writing it with someone and then being like, oh, how about this and this and that, but. Yeah, I definitely do like working with producers. Any producers out there, just hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to tag your stuff at to the end of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I always want to say blah. You can say blah. It just sounds <laughs> cool. <laughs> but that's like I hate, I hate when people like separate. Like, like they'll do like saint and then blue, but it's like saint blue as in one word. But some people will do like st dot blu, but it's not. It's s-a-i-n-t blu, one word. No e. Get rid of the e. We don't, need, we don't like it. We don't need vowels. Get them here. out of here. Only two vowels. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to transition into some more social media yeah, talk? Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. So we, were, we had a little moment in the middle where we just did for a second. Sorry. Uh, no, it's whatever. <laughs> so um, Nick and I were sitting in a coffee shop not too mm-hmm. long ago. As usual. <laughs> and we were kind of discussing the, uh, I guess, evolvement of. Uh, social media and what our time has been like on since the beginning till now and uh, different creators on Mm -hmm. different platforms and how they're either relatable or non-relatable anymore Mm -hmm. Um, and we just got talking like we gotta write this down we gotta talk about it on an episode so do you want to start off for sure I think when we were sorry my stomach (laughs) I think when we first started on social media like at 13 we never saw it going somewhere where you could be professional on there and like have like a career on there so times have definitely shifted um and i always thought that that i that was so interesting because it's like social media was just somewhere where you could just mingle and like hang out with your friends and just like update people on your lives and then um there's been this shift where you could actually brand yourself on there and i realized i guess like in like Going into first year, I think I had, I think in like grade 12, I'm like, I think I'm going to start branding myself on Instagram as St. Blue. Like that's whatever that might be. 
I don't know. I didn't even know it was going to be music at the time. I was like, I, this is like where people are going to find me. It was smart know? to do it so early. Like, yeah. I didn't even know what I was going to do, but I'm like, I think I, this, this is what I'm feels do. right. Yeah. And then in first year, I'm like, okay, like I'm making music now. I'm doing photography. You want to find me? This is my artist name, St. Blue. And then I kind of just like was like looking around at what other people were doing. And like a lot of YouTubers were just like branding themselves. And like it just seemed like a very professional thing to do now. And I'm like, okay, this is like the new like LinkedIn, but like for socials. And I was like, okay, I like this. And like, I ever since then I didn't post any BS. Like, I mean, I post BS on my stories, but <laughs> that's different than your actual di- feed. Though. Yeah, my feed. If you go through my feed, it's it's very cohesive and it's like I actually put thought into it. And a lot of it is my photography work that I'm passionate about. And then I guess like I dip my toe into fashion sometimes too. So um, it's just become. I don't know. I mean, like I know I then I didn't know where it was gonna go. I thought this was just, like, a fun thing to do. Like, I have a creative eye. Like, I want to do this. And then now I'm like, yeah, this is, like, where you can find me for anything professional. But never in a million years did I think it'd go in that route. Because it's just, like, I remember in elementary school, we got we got the social media talk where it's, like, don't use your real name on there. It's not a safe place. Now it's just, like, you can put your whole butt crack on there. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally on Instagram. Literally on Instagram. And Bathing suits are, like, right in your... <laughs> and literally, and that's, like, okay. that's, like, that's your thing. Like, you're a model now. Like, you're, that's, like, that's your, your creative... That's how you make money. <laughs> like, creative outlet. Like, I'm a model. I just put my butt everywhere. But, like, that is, like, that's you, that's you branding yourself. You know, then it was, like... That was not a thing. Yeah. No, way back. When did... Oh, it was just... it's Everything's evolved so Everyone, much. Yeah, so fast. Like, when I first started YouTube, it was with my sister, and we went to my parents, and mm. we're like, hey, we want to start a YouTube channel. And they're like... Why did you want to start one? Like, what, like, what my sister and I you? both liked makeup, and we're like, you know what? Like, we watch all these beauty gurus that talk about, like, all this makeup and, like, hair That's products. So Not that we could afford much of it being, like, in grade seven and grade six. Or yeah. she's two years younger. Grade five. So we're buying drugstore makeup, just, like, playing mm. with it. Um, And they're like, oh, I have videos on the internet. I don't know about yeah. that. So they, like, went to go converse in the den downstairs in the little computer room. Oh, yeah. And they were just talking to me. My sister were, like, waiting upstairs. Like, what are they going to say? Yeah. So they came out, and they're like, you can upload just have to get it approved by mom first (laughs) that's so funny my mom was like so opposed to having i remember my first exposure to youtube was like i had made this dumb family collage on like (laughs) windows iMovie or whatever it was called and then i posted it and i was like mom look i made this it's on youtube she's like it's on the internet you did what take this down and i'm like i don't know how I don't know how. So it's probably still up there. <laughs> it's like a dumb collage of me and my family. And I'm like, I don't know why people thought they wanted to see this. Like, who wants your mom with her accent too? Like, Literally, she did not. She's the, like, she's the reason why I was like, kind of like, even more scared to even put like my face on the internet. Because something about the internet was just so scary. And I was just like, okay, like you're probably right. I probably won't. But I didn't get <laughs> look in- at me now, mom. Literally, which is funny because I didn't get into makeup until like first year of university but then makeup videos came like i guess like third year and i was like okay like i like watching makeup stuff but like that's funny that you were watching makeup you like gurus yeah back. i know they existed back i oh, mean like that, they most they're, definitely did. they're like celebrity status now because they started then yeah like that's it like i remember um oh i don't do you know claudia saluski she's billy eilish's yeah, 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 brother's yeah, 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 girlfriend yeah, yeah. yeah I used to watch she her too. was an og like she yeah, was yeah. one of the ones that started her 2013 <laughs> <laughs> she was literally my favorite yeah. um 
I don't really watch her as much anymore. Elizabeth she Lauren. I remember all those like girls. You watch her too. I used to back in back in the day. I was like, yeah, back in like when um the British twins were a thing. Yeah. Do you remember when like Brits were like taking over YouTube? Oh yeah. Yeah. That was like a huge that was huge such thing. An era. <laughs> um, but yeah, it all started with the beauty girls, and mm. then me and my sister started uploading, and then I started my own channel, mm. and then one day my sister and I's channel got deleted, and I was like. I started crying. I was so upset. It's not like we had thousands of followers, but like, I was so upset. I go to my dad. My dad, this is who my dad is. He wants to hire an investigator to figure out what happened because he felt so bad for me. And I love this platform so much. My sister told me two years ago, maybe, by the way, I deleted the channel because I didn't like how I looked in any of those videos and they're just embarrassing. I wanted to kill her. That is so funny. Like I was laughing at the time, but like had she told me at that, like that she deleted my channel. Yeah. I, because it was there's no like 30 day recovery period like oh you can sign back in you'll yeah, be good yeah, like yeah. it was like it's gone like it's it, vanished mm. I don't know how this grade four grade five yeah, figure out, you, you could figure I out I couldn't even video. figure out how to take like no like deleting a YouTube account let alone a video like I was like how would like how would one do so yeah like <laughs> yeah so then I created my cha- my own channel and I just whatever I mm-hmm. uploaded uploaded but not ever as consistently as I wanted to and I saw these girls like growing and growing and I was like oh it'd be amazing to get to their level one day mm-hmm. um and I feel like I could have hit that level so much sooner if I stayed consistent because yeah. there was never like now it's super super saturated yeah um but like I've only now after school been able to give that more attention dive into it more. but that was just youtube but yeah that was like my involvement with it but the, the time that it started and and how people are getting paid off of it now is yeah. insane and now that people just basically use their youtube platforms to build a name for themselves and then yeah. they start a company and then that's where they actually make their money mm-hmm. i actually like did a couple youtube videos back in elementary school but i deleted them all eventually because i was like this is dumb but i used to do covers on there i used to do like little hauls because at the time i was watching like lauren elizabeth and they were doing these hauls i'm like i'm gonna do it too and like i was like so inspired by bethany moto and i was like oh my god like these girls are so cool like i want to do that too and then after i was like these are dumb like i need to delete these videos like who am i like giving like skincare routine advice (laughs) with my little Pimply butt. I'm like, this is so <laughs> dumb. I'm glad I, d- I mean, like, I'm glad I deleted them because they're so horrendous and they're just so cringy to watch. But, like, I did dip my toe back then. I, I re- got I re- got into the whole YouTube scene and I was just like, this is weird. Like, I, I can't, I gotta stop. Because I just felt like, because I, I don't think I was getting any views and it was just like, it was weird. It was like, no. Nah. You didn't, like, feel like it was your place yet. Yeah. Yeah. Just, still not my place yet. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. <laughs> yeah, well. But then, but when I when I was but when I was watching YouTube videos, that I wasn't like, oh yeah, these people are getting money from it. They're just doing it because they like to do it. Like I didn't know that that was like their source of income. I was like, oh, that's just like something they do like one before they go to work or whatever. Like it's not their life, you know. Especially watching like um, I Justine back in the time and like Sean, Shane Dawson and like uh, Jenna Marbles. It's like. These are guys that are just doing it because like it's fun and then they but they have like normal jobs outside like they probably work at like Arby's or something like in my house yeah in my, I know that they you can make money off YouTube until like I think you told me that you were making money I'm like you can make what yeah <laughs> I used I was a I'm still am a small channel but back mm-hmm. in high school was making a little bit nothing crazy uh, but it was still like like people are still like really you like make money off YouTube yeah but then when YouTube changed their whole system um there's a new like threshold you have to hit for subscribers and amount of hours watched per like 12 months so 
I was then unmonetized, which mm. I still am unmonetized, but really, really working hard to try to get that monetization back. Mm -hmm. um, but again, it's not fully from YouTube that you're looking for like the money. And mm -hmm. at the same time, like I'm not even doing it because of that. It's just mm -hmm. something like, think about it. If you can talk about things you enjoy and have commission codes and yeah. people use them and you get paid from that, and then you get to work with big brands that you also love, like that's like the best of both worlds yeah. and you're an entrepreneur and like, I'm sure of course there's cons with it. Like, you know, you may be a little, even though you're on a social media platform, you're a little bit more mm -hmm. isolated work wise. Like I'm editing at home by myself. Like yeah. when I'm recording, I'm usually by myself unless I'm at the gym or I have like my boyfriend around or my sister or someone to snap a photo or snap a video clip of me. Um, so it can be kind of like lonely in that aspect for sure. But the flexibility you have and like your own schedule, you get to create mm -hmm. of course along like, actual work yeah. that i have to like pay some bills um it's just like unreal like i would love to live that life mm -hmm. when did you start um kind of showing more so of your like daily life on youtube because well, like now question. you do that i know but way back when yeah, i did it yeah. way back then it was this is how i curled my hair this is an eye look I took from Taylor Swift's Teen Vogue magazine cover. <laughs> this is how I curl my hair. I bought this sweater to do a lookalike video for Taylor Swift's music video. Yeah. I was yeah. apparently obsessed that with Taylor like, Swift. That was a thing back it then. It was. Though. You're you're very yeah. right. Vlogs weren't... I wouldn't say they weren't around, but they weren't as popular. Mm -hmm. And it was only the biggest of the biggest creators that were kind of like I Justine. Like people like that yeah. kind of started in the vlogging, dabbling in the vlogging. Um, but I want to say end of high school first year is of like college is mm -hmm. when i started because i realized there's you could do a whole series on that like yeah. what i cook as yeah. my college meal uh day in my life of college yeah. week in my life of college um and you could just do you could build so much off of that mm. there's so much opportunity to create content yeah. and it just I like to film what I like to watch now. So like what I watch in the kitchen TV because like I can't connect with Chromecast. Mm -hmm. My parents watch by and like, what are you watching? It's like this is girl talking about her life. And it's like, yeah. but I relate to that. Like yeah. I because I'm in that space, too. So I get it. And I I like to see like what she eats in a day and like it just it's yeah, just yeah. such a different world. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's not like here's me talking about this product that I want you to buy. It's yeah. like this is what I do. This is where I'm traveling. It's something new. And it's like it's like borderline like reality. Yeah, yeah, but it's better than reality TV. Mm -hmm. Like for me, at least. Like I don't watch. I used to watch the Kardashians and the yeah, Bachelor. But now and all it's like all scripted. But now this is like. I mean, some YouTube, um, reality stuff is scripted though. Like I imagine the Ace family is pretty scripted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard a lot. Hundred percent. But, but there's there's a lot of stipulations with that family of like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I never really got into the Ace family. I mean, me like, either. They're I, kids, I, kids are cute. I don't know what their who their demographic is. I know my cousin; she's like fourteen, and she's like she used to watch them. And I'm like, what do you like? What are there to watch? Like, yeah, how'd they even get rich? Like, yeah. that's everyone's question. Because like, usually you start on YouTube and like you gradually grow and you grow and you grow or mm -hmm. whatever. But like, like Jeffrey Star, for example, like he started on MySpace yeah. and like was just. Do you watch his new house video? No, not yet. It's in my little like watch later though. I want to okay, watch. Okay, so it. I won't say anything then yeah well i've been watching a lot of last night i was up watching uh architect design on youtube i think that's what it's called architect art architect digest okay i don't know it's like this i'm probably saying that wrong but like they had kim and connie just talk about their house and it was cute and then they had shay mitchell like give us like a house tour i'm like oh my god like, oh i watched that one mm -hmm. shay mitchell's house is it's gorgeous. i like her kitchen i mean like her kitchen's cute her 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 marble table could be like her island could be a little bit bigger and like I don't know. It was cute. Then I watched Nicole, the girl from, from Pussycat. I Dolls. watched that one too. I like her house better. Her house is cute. Hers is 
Did she live with anyone? She lives by herself. It seems like, yeah, very, like, woman It was, cave. like, LA, like, it's cute. But I, I'm, I'm recently into, I guess, because, like, I'm moving out soon. So, like, I'm into kind of just seeing, like, other people's houses. I've always been that kind of curious, though. Oh, well, yeah, like, for like, sure. Where, like, what your home is like. But I like Kim's home, too. Like, her hallway is, like, gorgeous. Yeah, it's stunning. So minimal. It is stunning. But yeah, I like I like that kind of I like that side of YouTube too. Though I feel like YouTube has like a, yeah um, a little bit for everybody. And I, I feel should like, subscribe to that because it's come yeah, up my recommended. I and then did. I mm. watched. I've been watching literally all the same ones you have. So I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I might as well. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. That's where like I mean that's that's me right now with YouTube. I haven't been watching that many YouTube videos for some reason. I feel like during the summer I was so like into like the James, the Tana, the like Emma Chamberlain. Like that that was my whole summer. And now I. For some reason, I just kind of just fell out of that cycle, and now kind of I'm kind of just trying to find something else to watch. Like even with like Netflix and stuff, I haven't really been hungry to watch anything. I've kind of just been like in a blank, trying to figure out what I like, what like what I want, how I want to be entertained now. And I realized with the YouTube reason why I kind of fell out of love with it is because we kind of discussed how like the re- like the relatability now. It's a little like I feel like before with these YouTubers, it was it was a little bit. It was easier to enjoy it because it was like relatable and it was like okay, like hello, like me, you know what I'm saying? It was just like it was funny and like now it's like, I feel like now I'm just like watching people just throw money everywhere and it's like I feel like I'm so triggered by money now because I know that it's hard to like just save up and just like maintain. So when I see people like doing all these things that are heavily cash spent or kind of just like they're not bragging about it, but it's just like every clip is something new and it's just like I. I don't want to watch like that. Like, a coffee to us is like a Gucci bag to them. Yeah. Like, we don't live in the yeah. same money world anymore. Exactly, no. Like, um, they'll spend, like, 12000 on shoes. And I'm like, that was rent for yeah. me. That was, like, rent that I split with my parents. Like, y'all. Like, that. then after I was like, okay, I can't. Because it's just, like, it's just, like, really, like, like I don't I don't care. Like, it's just, like, it was very, like, it's, like, in your face. Like, I, like, I'm going to go to every coffee store and try them out. I'm like, I can't do that. Oh, my God. Imagine me going to every coffee store to grab a coffee for a it's video. It's expensive, too. Like, everyone thinks coffee's cheap. It's okay, yeah, if you get, like, a small at, like, Timmy's, right. our Canadian hub. But, like, you go, I'm not going to a Starbucks and then an equivalent of another Starbucks. Because yeah. like, that's kind of how L.A. is, I can yeah. imagine. I've only been once. But... Even once, to yeah, LA. Even yeah. with the dance program, grade eleven. Oh, um, girl, you got to go again as an adult. I, know, I, know. I had so much fun when I went in November with the girls. Oh my god, I love LA. I love like I yeah. I see myself definitely like rotting there, but I I want to be well off before I get there because I feel like it's not the same. It's hard to move. Yeah, you'd have to like either get a I can't even say home because it's so expensive. Yeah. but like you'd have to get a place there and have a place here. And I've already done the research. And you can only spend a maximum of six months in L.A. <clears throat> as Anywhere? A Canadian. No, as a Canadian. Oh, really? Can- like, Canadian going to the States. Like, you, you... Unless a company like Google were to literally be like, we'll pay for you to come here for work, then it's easier to get, like, a visa or whatever. But if you're just like, I'm an entrepreneur, I want to move to L.A. Really? It's very, very difficult. That's why I didn't get the euphoric callback. Because <laughs> then I'm, they're gonna have to move you there for a yeah, month. Well, a month I, is whatever, but like. No, they film like March till June, so it's like a while. Yeah, that's why people have um older people. I don't know if this is like common everywhere in the world, but uh, we have snowbirds, and they have a home in Florida, and they will just go there when it's cold here. So like whatever, mm-hmm. December to. April, December to March, whatever. And then they'll come here. And then in summer, they're like, okay, perfect. But now it sounds like impossible to like move to LA if I wanted to. 
Uh, I don't say it's impossible, but it's it's nearly impossible. But like, say like, I mean, like that's just like. So like, if I wanted to get like a dual citizenship, is that like that's a thing I can do, right? Like, if I wanted to get like an American like visa or like um maybe I I don't know I'm not educated enough yeah, on yeah, that topic. Yeah. You'd have to Google and make a lot of calls. But I know even at school when people want to do an internship in the states, like just getting the card for that was a process. And it's like the whole time that it would take you to research that you would need to have your internship by that day and start. Yeah, you know, like you don't have time to like piss. Um, that's why I'm like I want my career around. to take me off. Yeah, it's different when you're like a Drake. They're gonna obviously make exception, well, exceptions for yeah. a high profile guest, Justin Bieber, another yeah. Canadian example. But yeah, like even yeah, like just influencers that are starting to be big, they can't just move to the states. It's mm-hmm. a very great area. Unless you're in the states already, because a lot of people will start out in Portland and they'll end up in LA. Yeah, it really it's a it's hard. I yeah. wish it was easier. I'm sure way back when it was like back when like my dad had an offer to go to the states for work years ago was for a company mm-hmm. and that was you know even like oh going to the states you know yeah. what i mean like it's it's not you mm-hmm. know just handed to you yeah just, i mean would you want to like work, work in the states i would love to live in the states not la i well, way back when i, w- I did want to live in la on my keychain is still i still yeah. like california <laughs> little map but it's very expensive and i feel like there's yeah. other places in the u.s that are just as good. If your career could cheaper. take you anywhere, where would you want it to take you, though? I guess around Ooh, the world. That's not a really good question. States, though, I guess. Where would yours be? Um, I guess like LA and then London, Europe. London, I, yeah. Those are my two favorite cities. Have you ever moment. been to London? Yes, once. Oh I had yeah, the yeah. Time of my life. Even though I was by myself and I didn't really turn up, but like I just, it just reminded me of home. Like I feel like in another life I lived there. Oh. People, the, the culture and the people there are so cool. The people like our age are just like so dope. And like, I don't know. I'm just so fascinated. I can see that. I'm yeah. fascinated by like just them as people. I don't know. Yeah. But I definitely would want my career to take me off there. I feel like I would like to start here because it's easier and I've already networked. But I feel like eventually I want to just like run mm-hmm. away and just like not come back. Mm-hmm. I know it's like me completely shitting on Toronto. But <laughs> I mean, I love Toronto. But it's just, I just like. I feel like I need to live in Toronto before I live anywhere else. Yeah. Like, cause part of me says New York, but New York's also very expensive, but it's more of like the hustle and it's not like LA hustle. I feel like it's a different kind of hustle, mm-hmm. like kind of corporate, but kind of not. I love New York, but also like, I'm like, I felt out of love with New York. I mean, I still, I love going there, but I just like, I can't live it's there. It's just another Toronto. It's just another Toronto, but, but like small, like, like it's bigger but smaller in some way for some right. reason like everything's just like together and like you don't know who's a tourist and who's a not <laughs> who's a not yeah <laughs> um, there's a bunch of influencers i follow that live in texas and like one of them started in texas and then his girlfriend moved to texas and his best friend and they've all kind of just gradually started moving there and it's honestly like houses there are so cheap like you yeah. can get this house there for so much cheaper yeah, i've been hearing that on twitter and too. so like if i texas i feel like uh, yeah i'd see like i, I want to go visit, visit it first because there's like a gym i really like that i want to go see that's so random i, I hate you but like <laughs> there these influencers work out at that gym yeah. like, and i feel like if i were to build my network and move out it would be there yeah first cool i don't know la is like you gotta go again because you got you. you have I was grade like eleven, and we were time 17. crunch. We were doing dance workshops for five days straight. We got to go to Disneyland really quick, and then really for like quick. a hot minute, yeah. We like went, had like 
almost a day and we went for dinner and then when we were all like can we please go back just for a little longer and they're like okay fine but we gotta be back in for 11 30 <laughs> we had like a security guard outside of our doors so like we wouldn't like party or anything it was really yeah well we were grade 11 i mean like you they you had to be 21 you guys did not you guys did not look 21 to go anywhere and party i think i that fakes oh my god i <laughs> didn't get i didn't all get my friends were like two goody two shoes like i'd be like um you were down for the show yeah i was like guys like what are we gonna do They're like what do you mean like we gotta wake up for our dance workshop tomorrow i'm like you yeah guys are so lame. like we're in yeah. los angeles and we're just gonna go to sleep <laughs> i know right it sucks i didn't get a city never sleeps i got my i remember i got my first fake when i was like 19 and it was so pointless too because it was just like i was like almost there anyways like i was tw- no i was 20 when i got it because i wanted to go to the states and you had to be 21 and I, was, I ended up using it at Bodega. What's a Bodega? <laughs> Bodega is like a grocery store, but like it's a convenience store at the same time. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a bakery. It's like a, it's like a, it's like okay. what we have here as an Italian bakery, okay. but it's like a Hispanic bakery there that okay. has like food and like it's convenience store vibes. So I use it there because they sell alcohol at the convenience store. That's so funny. Yeah, and I was like, I used it for like one month, and I was like, this is pointless. Spent like a hundred bucks on this, and then I turned twenty one. I'm like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> thank God. When I turned twenty one, I was like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess yeah. Last we were talking was relatability. Yeah, relatability of content creators. Because I remember you saying Emma Chamberlain was someone you kind of like mm-hmm. watched often. Yeah. What was something that? So was it her coffee video that you watched? I was like, mm. no, just like. I just like in general when it came to like this, these YouTubers that I was watching, what as soon as it became about like, I guess this like, it's not their fault that they're like that they are so rich, but it's just like at, there was a point where it's just like they were so young and they were living on their own. And I was like, ugh, like I'm doing nothing with my life. Like I'm so behind already. Like they're like so much younger than Those me. Those two people always say not to compare yourself I to know, somebody else's. Definitely not to. But I just feel like I just like after a while I had to like just cut myself off because like I just took. I mean like, I want to like there's artists my age that are already doing so well and it's like I just don't want to be like, thirty and just have become like, an established artist within like that space of people yeah i see where you're coming i'm from. just like i'm really hard on myself and i feel like after that time i guess yeah i'm i'm guilty of trying to i guess comparing myself to them and i was just like this is not healthy like i gotta like cut it off which is why i kind of saw because it was it was wasn't relatable anymore where like couldn't even enjoy it and like i mean like they of course like deserved everything because like they worked for it regardless but it's just like after a while it's kind of just like that's like and that's not relatable to me anymore. Did you do like a YouTube subscription clean out? I feel like um, if they're not relatable, no, you should I find still, more I people. still follow them, but it's just like, um, I guess like I just stopped like watching their videos because just like as soon as I saw like another haul video or like anything that had to do around like heavily spending, I was just like not into it. I just like, yeah, I was just like, I, I just kind of missed like the makeup tutorials and like but after that that gets it gets so like played out and I, you, you get bored of it yeah you know? of course so it's like you need to find other ways to entertain people and it's just like i feel like for now i'm just like i haven't watched your videos since summer and i feel like i'm just waiting for the next youtuber to come along and kind of just cater to my entertainment there was a girl that lived in a van that i thought was pretty interesting have you oh seen, really have you seen, you haven't... i think i've seen it in my suggestion but i never yeah, yeah like it. this girl who lives outside who lives in her van and like i thought that was like super interesting because it's like okay this is something so fresh and new and like she just like she like 
doesn't spend any money. Like, she just spends money on gas. And, like, she has, like, a gym membership. And then she, she goes there and showers. And she, like, travels all around, like, um, like the States. And, and I don't, I don't, not all around the States. But, like, I know, like, in California and stuff. I haven't watched her videos in a while. But, like, that was, like, something so interesting to me. Because it was, like, It was, okay, like, new. It was new. And it was There's easier. There's no other, peop- like, YouTuber doing that. It was easier to digest, too. And I was, like, okay, this is, like, so fresh. Like, I can definitely get into seeing what your life is like. Because it's, like, it's so different from, like, I guess, like, being in like a mansion that I've just already seen a hundred times. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Want, but, for sure. Know. Well, let's talk about like Twitter and Instagram and mm-hmm. TikTok a little bit. So Twitter, I feel like is completely like it's You're own. Not on Twitter, I'm you? not, but there's like little things my boyfriend will send me here and there of like people I like follow on Instagram, and mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, they're, like they're really cool on Twitter. Like yeah. it's like. I feel like you have more of a chance to connect with them because mm-hmm. usually they have less followers on there than they do their Instagram. Mm-hmm. I guess it depends. Yeah, yeah. But, um, and you can just like follow a thread and like comment on the thread and just like be a part of a conversation. Yeah. More. I mean, there's a lot of people who do that. Me, I'm more so the person that just creeps on Twitter. Twitter. I'm more so the person <laughs> that just creeps on Twitter and like just sees like all the funny memes and gifts. And I feel like Twitter is like just my my main hub where i go for a little laughter it's just twitter never fails to like just make me laugh but also start like spark serious conversations and i feel like twitter is just so filled with like like-minded people i think i spend more time on twitter than i do on instagram just because like it's the only time like i actually like read things <laughs> as it's a good like, place to be on. it's a good place to be on like i know a lot of people don't like twitter but i twitter's it's for a certain kind of people and like it's just, I love the Twitter community. It's just, like, it's so good. And it's just, like, it's so relatable. I think that's why I love Twitter so much, because it's so relatable. And we think so much alike. And as soon as, like, an artist or a YouTuber or, like, a politician has something to say, we have our response to it. And I feel like we're all on the same page. And, like, someone who is, like, not on the same page is so interesting to see, like, like their side. And it's just, like, it's just, like, a big conversation that's constantly happening. And I feel like we all just for some reason, have had the same childhood because, like, we all share these stupid, ridiculous, like, memes and then we'll have, like, um, it be captioned something and it's like, oh, my God, like, me too. So it's, I feel like it's just, it's good and I feel like it's nice not being alone and, like, kind of feeling a certain way about things or issues. Right. Whereas with Instagram, I love Instagram, but, again, that's me more so branding myself. I feel like business, Instagram is just, like, my business. It's me being an entrepreneur. It's turned into a lot more of a portfolio. It is a portfolio. But also, like, I like to show, like, my fun side through my stories. Like, whenever I go, I'll, I'll like, make hour-long videos of me, like, I don't know, throwing bottles. I'm not the kind of kidding. <laughs> I wish. But, like, I do, like, like to, like, show, like, me having a good time and whatever on Instagram just because it's just, like, um, I don't know. Because I feel like it's I – don't, I don't ever post it on my, like – on my feed because it just doesn't go with the aesthetic but um <laughs> i like to like do that and also be professional on instagram whereas twitter is like me like i guess lying down in my house and just like staring at the wall and going through twitter that's like what i do right it's just like calming and it's funny i need to get back on twitter i had it it's not years that hard. ago i know but i like deleted it because i was like oh i found that I was in a lot of a negative headspace a lot because th- I'm just dumb. I would follow like life goals of like Ew, this and that. I know. Don't ever, I know. You have to but follow honestly, like. You can find that crap on Instagram too. Yeah. So like, I just need to have like a clear like start following new people. Yeah. Like not that. And at Instagram too, I've I've done a couple of cleanses this year. I've like gone through yeah, my followers. Me too. Followers. Follow people following. I'm following, 
they'll be like, you know what? You post way too much of this. Like yeah. nothing against the person, but mm-hmm. just like not, mm-hmm. don't want it clogging up my feed anymore. Yeah. Um, but I'm honestly at the point, I don't scroll anymore. No. I only watch stories because I can get through them quicker. And yeah. I find that like, I, just, I get mad if I miss a photo and like, oh, it's too many days ago. I didn't yeah. see that. Like it's a stupid I do stories headspace. at night and I do photos during the day. Wow. You have a- you don't do that? No. I do that because I feel like it's just like easier. It's, just, it's on loop. Whereas like when you're in bed, it's like, I don't know. I rather just like scroll during the day. Because I casually scroll during the day. Like I'll pull up my phone and I'll like, go through like the stories. I mean the posts and then and I'll have like stories to watch. Hmm. And then Twitter's like 24 <laughs> 7. Like, we like, love Twitter. Yeah. It's like I, I think if you should like spend like a couple that's your homework. You're gonna spend like a couple days on Twitter and like find your little nook, and I think you'll like it. Twitter <laughs> is for everybody. Like, I, uh, it's people who aren't on Twitter. It's just like you're missing so much out. Especially just like, do you watch like The Bachelor and stuff? Do you watch anything? Do you watch, do you watch anything? <laughs> we go through this like. I don't watch. Like, it. Oh I don't watch God. it, but I thought you used to. But thing is, like, people... I used to years ago. Me two years ago, like first year. I remember I used to watch it. No, but... no, but like when I was in elementary, my mom would watch oh, it. Like, I would that's not... how many I didn't start until like earlier i mean later so i mean like i was watching 20 minutes of it like two nights ago because it was just on and i was just like what is going on this is so cringy but also so juicy but like um again like twitter community they have a little like bachelor hub they have a hub for this they have a hub for that and it's like people just talk and then they have memes with like the photos from the show and i feel like it's literally for everybody and i think you'll find your little thing and i think you'll just like you'll just like love it like you can find TikToks on Twitter now. That's where I got. That's how I got into TikToks because of Twitter. Because like people would like take these TikToks and then caption it and put it on Twitter, and then I would pee myself. I'd be like, this is so funny. And then like, okay, I need to like just download TikTok and see. Well, it for perfect myself. transition. Let's get on the TikTok topic then. You are a TikTok user. Yes. I love your stuff. It makes Thank me giggle. You. Thank I showed you. my parents the one of friends where you're like. That one was so good to me forever to make and like I love even that get it, one. That, it got like what fifty views. Let me like pull out my phone. Um, I got like. 50 views or whatever and then the one with me and my mom shaking our butts got more that one is really funny too because your dad was like that was your dad right yeah my dad. he was like uh yeah he's like <laughs> let me update it right now okay so i'm sitting at six thousand views with the one with me and my mom my friend's one got 76 views this one got 20k views which is holy dope. it all depends on when you this one's not even like this one's funnier than this one this one doesn't even make sense because there was a typo but like oh. this one still got pretty good I don't know. And I, I just hit 100 followers on TikTok, too. So fun, that. fun. Um, there was a YouTuber I watch, and he just came <laughs> out with uh, sour candy, like sour strips, but, like, they're actual, like, sour candy. Like, he mm-hmm. was like, nothing in the market is freaking sour enough. I'm making my own. Okay. It sold out. It was amazing. Oh, really? The, it hit one so of the stores in <clears throat> Mississauga at one vape shop, and Kieran bought their whole shelf because he was like i want to try this so anyway he went to la funny enough um to shoot some like pictures with some models there like with the candy like in margaritas just like playing it up and one of the models he chose was a huge tiktok star i don't know her name she's like blonde but she said Mm. that she creates four tiktoks a day yeah my yeah that is insane seven Mm. days well i don't know if she's all seven days but like that's like that's that's a lot of work that's the that's the thing like me and my friend Alex were talking about like just like trying to we were trying to give myself goals come next year and like if I want to take a year off like 
you got to set yourself goals. We talked about that. And um, he was saying that you got to be like pumping out two videos at least on YouTube and then five TikToks every day. And I'm like, I could do that, but it's then it then it seems uh, like not authentic. And it's like I I'm not I would lose like my creativity flowers like these it just comes sporadically like I can't just like come up with like five basic TikToks every day because I feel like after a while it's just it's not funny. But then again, I feel like I need to try that in order to get more because I feel like who knows maybe I mean like worked worked for her because I I bet like not all four videos every day are funny. You know what I'm saying? But also the time too like TikToks take a while. They take a long time to make and. They, Even though they're so short, clips, they're so short, imagine? but they're they're draining though. They're really draining, and it's just like I spent like five hours doing my friend's one that only got seventy six plays. It's like, what's even the point? It gets discouraging, but it's like also it's just like that's just how like the for you page works. You gotta like it makes sense because like I posted three videos that day yesterday just because I was bored and I had time and I was like, oh my god, I've been doing this app forever. Posted three videos, one of them hit like six thousand. It. so it's like one of them is eventually going to i mean i have people text me saying like oh yeah i saw you on the for you page i'm like that's so funny yeah so, it's just like picks up on it's tiktok algorithm yeah. i want to do that but it's just like i'm so like i don't want to be stupid that's that's where the whole like insecurity comes of just people having this expectation of me of always being funny because i'm not and it's like when i go out to like i have like i have my moments where i'm like at a club with my friends and like i'll have like this resting b face and <laughs> <laughs> the one time you caught yourself this episode <laughs> i'm trying not to swear but i had this resting face and then like i mean i was having fun i was enjoying myself and my friends like, like why are you sad like like come on like let's turn up and i'm like i'm like in like i'm just resting like i'm just like sorry like that's where like the whole expectation of me trying to be like like happy, always happy, hype exactly like, yeah. and i'm not always i mean like i like to just like i know myself sometimes so i like to kind of just like just chill out you know i'm chilling like i know I'm, i look like i'm pissed off but i'm not i promise you but i'm just like enjoying the moment and I don't always have to be like it's exhausting I exhaust myself you know so it's like putting that into TikToks and then again people being like oh my god like dance monkey dance and I'm like (laughs) (laughs) like you got that was like 3am TikToks like I'm not that girl like you know like things change so it's like I want to obviously blow up on TikTok so I can like bring those people into my music which is like that's like the only reason why I want to like pump out YouTube videos and TikToks is because like my goal is just the music. Like, I want people just, like, to fall, like, to trickle their way onto my music and just, like, be like, oh, like, not only are you funny, but you can sing, too. Like, you really make good songs. So I'm like, that's, like, that's what I want to do. Yeah. Rule the moon. <laughs> <laughs> what um, <clears throat> social media platform do, do you find that you've, like, grown out of? Snapchat. Oh. I, um, Snapchat for sure. Um, no reason, just because, like, if I'm going to post a story, I might as well post it on Instagram. And Once then, they gave you that feature, it was a like, goodbye Snapchat. Yeah, literally, because like, I look point? cuter on there anyways. And it's like, it is, it's like a, it completes the whole profile. Eventually, there's going to be an app one day where it has Twitter, Instagram, and like just like those things combined. To, I don't know how it's going to work, but eventually that's going to be like, there's going to be one app for everything like that. And I don't know how it's going to look like, but it's going to make sense. Kind of like Facebook. Kind of like Facebook, but less ugly. Yeah, I've been on the Facebook too. I don't like. I only. I used to use it last year just for work, but now I don't use it at all. I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking of deleting it, but there's no point. I mean, I like going on there to creep for people that I ha- like from like high school and just kind of like see like what they look like and stuff. But other than that, <laughs> like, yeah, but like Facebook, Snapchat, definitely grow out of. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would say Snapchat. 
I've grown out of for sure. The only time I'll Snapchat is when my sister's like, oh, we have a streak. I'm like, we do? Like what? I, I've never been into streaks. Even when Snapchat first started, um, I'm like, I are we really keeping track of that? Just yeah. go see what he like, so liked. So forced. Yeah, just go see what he liked on Twitter or like on Instagram like last five minutes if you want to know what he's up to. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. other ways, but. Yeah, I only Snapchat my sister and my boyfriend and then it's like, well then I might as well just send you a picture because I'm close bring, enough with both of you that like. Bring them up on Instagram. Like Snapchat is so stupid. So I should probably just delete that one. And then Facebook, same thing. I only use it for work. So yeah. it's just there for, to be there. And when like somebody reaches out on Facebook or whatever, I'm like, oh, we must not be following each other on Instagram because like I don't, when yeah. I get a notification, it's kind of like a shock because I don't yeah. check I just don't Facebook. like the layout of Facebook anymore. I think there's like, I think there's like. It's very there's, old school. Like that, but there's a lot going on towards Instagram is strictly for photos. Twitter strictly just for like, you know, memes and like. It's just like everything has its little thing now. And I feel like Facebook is just like for those people who just don't like just looking at pictures or just looking at tweets and like kind of have everything compiled and just like. I think it just used like Instagram, but for the older generation. Yeah. Like they share their kid's birthday party and yeah. like fundraising for whatever. And it's like people can put that on Instagram, but like that generation yeah. is on Facebook. Yeah. You know? It is. I think that's. Do you think that's kind of the reason why like people kind of just left it because it wasn't like cool anymore or just yeah like, i think that instagram was the new thing and then yeah with twitter with snapchat with everything else that came after like millennials i don't even know what to call them the kids that are now like 13 14 yeah. like they probably don't even have facebook because mm-hmm. like what's the point yeah i don't know yeah i mean that, that that makes sense and it was bound to happen to i mean like with myspace and then facebook because like facebook was just a prettier version of myspace and i feel like with instagram it was just very like to the point of like photos and then i feel like twitter just kind of twitter kind of just eventually came up again just because of like that's where like people really just have conversations as opposed to facebook and you just see like big names like elon musk tweet something like funny and then people yeah. like oh my god elon musk mm-hmm. or like whatever twitter is a chance twitter and tiktok are a chance to show like your comedic side i feel like i feel like everyone is so funny and i feel like everyone is so like regular people are so talented too because like regular people yeah as opposed to like i guess celebrities and whatever but like these people that like craft these memes and make these stupid videos and like like they spend time on like premiere pro i bet or on photoshop just like putting something together and then just posting it and then it goes viral it's just like there's creatives out there who are regular people in a way where they probably not freelance anything but they have like retail or basic jobs but like are really i feel, I feel like that's going to be me next year almost where it's like i'll have the, the the year off to do music but i feel like i'll have time to like maybe who knows be i guess more so into the t- twitter community where i kind of like start making these gifts or making these dumb videos because like you really gotta you gotta like be on there to know what i'm talking about but like people really put effort into like the tweets and make them funny and that's what makes them go viral you know so yeah definitely <laughs> Do, yeah reactivate your account today and then i'll send i can even text you all the funny stuff that i <laughs> literally there's a lot of good stuff i feel reactivate. like people like oh no that was from like three four years ago <laughs> people think that like t- instagram is like where all the funny stuff is but it's not it's like all recycled stuff from like facebook and twitter but like no you don't need to see a picture to laugh you gotta see like you gotta <laughs> read something i feel like that's like it's just, it's, just, it's, just it's a different type it's a different type of humor. different yeah for sure <laughs> is there anything else you want to add on this topic social media no it's a i mean like i i feel like 
as I get older, I mean, like, I guess, like, looking back then and looking now, it's, like, I feel like social media, I never had a problem with it. I never, like, felt, like, personally attacked on there. I so I've always felt safe on there, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like it sucks that some people, like, don't, but, like, I feel like me, I've always enjoyed social media, and I surprisingly still am, and hopefully in the future I get to still enjoy it um, with whatever platform that I have, and... Um, whatever comes with that, I want to always enjoy social media because it's like a, it's a fun place where I, I'm, I'm definitely on that spectrum of where it's like a place where we can all get to know each other and like learn and like just grow together and just like have a bit fun, um, and not be on that side of the spectrum where it's like, oh my god, like a horrible place and it's just like the people out there are so mean and this yeah. and that and like it only ever takes a mental toll toll on me like once in a blue moon. But then I I know when to step back and I know when to stop comparing myself. But other than that, like I I have so much fun on social media. Like I have no complaints, and I wish that for more people because there is a definitely definitely a good side. And of course, like everything that's good has something bad with it. But it's all how you like, you know, it's how it's how you looking at the glass half full or half empty. Yeah, it's yeah. all how you like respond to it, you know. Right. And yeah. So if there's one, I guess one ending question, um, one platform you would want to succeed at and just like keep the ball rolling and honestly enjoy being on mm. which one would it be oh, most definitely instagram yeah yeah for sure i mean like i've been instagram was like i guess one of the first apps that i've had before anything else i mean like there's facebook too but i'm i guess like instagram is one thing that's always stayed consistent mm-hmm. and uh um it just it's a great way to brand myself and it's just like again like i it's organic i don't have that like second guess anything and kind of just post but also like I put in a little bit of hard work onto like what people see on my feed when it comes to music, but also like my social life. And I think I have a really great balance of just mending all those three worlds of who I am. So yeah. Instagram for sure. And I guess like one app that I would want to like get better at, I guess, or just like improve more and kind of just put in more time would definitely be YouTube kind of trying to find my space, but I don't want to rush it. And I don't want to like force it. If it's not for me, it's not for me. But I feel like right now I'm focusing just on Instagram. Yeah. Mine would be the reverse to your answer. Really? I would pick YouTube and then something to get better at as Instagram. Because YouTube, it's like I have this goal for myself every week to upload twice a week, mm-hmm. approximately three to four days apart from one another. And my following is a little bit bigger there than it is on Instagram. Mm-hmm. However, I would like to post like more photos on Instagram, like just go out and take more photos in general, like mm-hmm. photography and just upload more stories, just like comfortable just talking to a camera like i'm vlogging but like mm-hmm. on instagram see i vlog only polls. through like instagram i can't even like imagine yeah. vlogging on youtube because it's, it's like, really the opposite it's it's so organic to me which is why i like instagram because like if i feel that like i vlogged last night while i was driving like talking about like my euphoria audition like it's just organic it's there and it's like it's just 100 percent me whereas like i feel like if i put a phone on myself and i start vlogging then it's just like What's like just like uncomfortable? Yeah. This and I gotta be funny. Where it's like I I'm in the moment with Instagram, and I feel like hopefully one day, Instagram could be at the level of YouTube, where like, I don't know, where people can just like go there to watch my content. Yes. You know, I don't know. <laughs> well, that pretty much sums up this episode. Do you want to plug your socials one more time? Yes, even though of we've course. talked about it already. But... You guys, I'm only gonna plug the important stuff, but you can find me on TikTok at Saint Blue. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Saint Blue Music everywhere on all platforms at Saint Blue. That's S A I N T 
blu get rid of that e no e's allowed <laughs> um just kidding but yeah there's no e um just follow me on there if you want to see me what i'm up to you can follow me on youtube as well i think it's same blue as well one word and you never um, use it you so you're like yeah you don't have to find me on twitter twitter is just like i only have 100 followers on twitter and i'm gonna keep it that way i think the second i blow up hopefully one day i'm actually gonna deactivate twitter i have to i said too many problematic things on there well, that'll be part two to this podcast <laughs> literally well thank you guys so much for watching or listening depending on what platform mm. you are watching or listening to this on <laughs> don't forget to give this podcast preferably five stars it really really helps more than you'll ever know uh comment and subscribe to the girl of gen z would be much appreciated thank you so much for coming on no and Just hope again. to hear from you soon yeah.